and welcome to TV Times 3, episode 303. On this episode, we've got some cancellation and renewal news. We'll be talking about the second season finale of You're the Worst and recent episodes of Life in Pieces, Mom, The Librarians, and Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Plus, we'll try to describe what our holiday TV would be like, have a brief reality check, and make some TV recommendations. Maybe. You can find the full show notes with Start Times for each segment at tvtimes3.com slash 303. I'm Amory from mytakeontv.com. I'm Jason the TVaholic from tvaholic.com. And I'm Ray. And she's Ray. And she's Ray. News. That's my new what website. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> CBS, well, has CBS officially announced this? I don't know, but the stars have announced. Yeah, seemingly thing. every star has announced that their episode order has been cut to if 13. If only I had a way and... to find out that a text message would I get an answer for me. CBS will bring Mike and Molly to a close with its upcoming sixth season, which premieres January 6th. It was initially picked up for 22 episodes. It's only going to air 13 episodes. And Melissa McCarthy claims she is shocked and that she would have done it for 50 more years. I don't believe her. But the rest but of the cast is all like, the rest it's of the been cast nice is- knowing you. <laughs> really no, enjoyed the time here. I think the, the rest of the here. cast is upset because they don't have anything else going on. Um, <laughs> Fox has renewed the previous... This is wrong. Wayward Pines was never canceled. I guess I guess not, but it was, it was never supposed to be more than one season. <laughs> Fox has renewed the limited series Wayward Pines for a second season. Yeah, it was just an outstanding, will they, won't they uh, renew it? And then they did. And that's the story. Yeah, with an all-new showrunner. and Well, because his show was picked up by TNT, so he can't run this show anymore. I'm sure he, like us, assumed it was over. (laughs) Well, especially since they said it was, so. They didn't say it was. They said it was a limited series when it first premiered. I would like to go on record as saying that Wayward Pines was never officially over. Well, as we know, Amory... In this day and age, nothing is ever officially over any longer. If he took a another job, though, they must he must have thought it was anyway. Well, yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, they must have thought it has been. All, well, how long has it been? Like six months since it was over. <laughs> so either that, or he was like, "No, I'm done. I told my yeah. story." <laughs> limited series, I retired. <laughs> HBO has renewed the leftovers for a third and final season. Which everybody raves about it, but I don't even think I've ever watched an episode. I watched the first two, and I couldn't get past how glum <laughs> it was. Yes, glum and, is a word I don't hear very often. I think I'm going to use it more. And even though it's it's supposedly got better by the end of the first season and changed things up in season two, I don't know. It just none of that ever got me to pick it back up again. Yes, yeah, so I'm certainly not going to watch the third and final season. Uh, NBC, this is great news for fans like me, uh, obsessors like me. NBC has ordered five more episodes of Chicago Med for a total of 18 for season one. That totally would have been a back nine if it didn't start in the dead of winter. As far as TV is concerned, it started the third week of November. I'm very surprised. So if it had started in September, we'd be looking at a 22-episode season. Um, So kudos to them because I love those people. And maybe some of the acting I don't love will get a little better. Netflix has renewed Grace and Frankie for a third season, even though season two hasn't even dropped yet. And that probably won't even be out until next summer. So there's that. I really liked the first season, so I'm happy about that. 
And Showtime has renewed The Affair for a third season and Homeland for a sixth. I watched The Affair, and I used to watch Homeland, and I just never got into season four. Actually, maybe not even season three. So I certainly wasn't going to start with season five. I fell off in season four and never caught back up. So, well, now you have a chance because season six is coming. But your hope now of maybe Claire Danes moving off into some comedy or something like that. Well, she could still do some comedy guest spots here and there. Oh, she's yeah. very- like she did on Master of None. Exactly. So that's our news. A bunch of award nominations are out, and you can find them online. The biggest thing I just want to comment really quickly and say is, really, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend was nominated for Best Acting for the lead. I'm sorry, what? Rachel Bloom was nominated for a SAG. No, 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 no. SAG. I heard you. I heard oh, you. You were, you were being, okay. You were being yes. how I was being. Yes. When I kept seeing all those uh, awards. We're very surprised. Anyway, that's the news. Prime time. We're going to start with Jason's favorite comedy, You're the Worst, season two, episode 13, The Heart is a Dum Dum. Now, I really liked this season, but I really was kind of sick of the de- storyline which was the majority of the season and I know we're not done dealing with it obviously and I thought that they did great work with what the characters were going through mm-hmm. um, I just like them happy even if they're dysfunctional I like them I don't know it's hard to explain why I, I didn't dislike it I just it can happy. be hard to take yeah I was happy that the finale was still super dark and like everybody's the worst which is what the show is about um but it was kind of a reversal in that suddenly gretchen had to take care of drunk level four you know jimmy level four which was great i loved the moment at the end where she said you said something really dark to me and as soon as she said you can we talk about what you said that was super dark i knew that he had said i love you because that's just their characters but it was really sweet to hear her say i love you too and then to see chris gear's reaction it was just a really nice scene and I'm glad they did kind of, you know, have her go a little crazy on the waitress or the bartender. I don't know. I just really, I, the season kind of felt whole once the uh, finale aired. What do you think, Ray? Agreed. Um, no, I liked the, <clears throat> I didn't have as much of a problem. with Like if it were longer seasons, I probably would feel the same way you yeah. feel about the depression. But, um, and it felt very real, like the way they handled it. A hundred percent. I mean, maybe it's because I really do love Gretchen's character. Yeah. <laughs> so that in that way, it was hard to deal with because she was like, as depressed people are, like, you know what I mean? Like, so not interesting in the sense of like, she was just sitting around doing nothing. Right. Just staring <laughs> into the distance. Every once in a while, that was a good sight gag or a good gag to what was out, what else was happening in the scene. But for the yeah. most part, like it, you know, like that character wasn't really there, which in the same way that we fell in love with her, I mean, which yeah. in, in its own way is just like what Jimmy's going through. Like that is what he's experiencing that this person that he had so much fun with that is just as screwed up as him is suddenly not there and not screwed up in the same way anymore. I don't right. know. No, um, that's perfect. <clears throat> so it would have been much, it would be hard to keep having that keep going. Um, like I, I appreciated that. Was it in this episode that she says it? I think so. Cause he gets angry about it later where she says she, um, she could have taken her pills. Right. And he gets so mad. Like I appreciated that they actually went there like where, yes, that would piss you off. 
Yeah. Like to have her say it at the very end, like, well, duh. Yeah. I had a prescription. I just don't take it. Like, I don't believe I need it, which is both very true to, I mean, it would be one thing if she said it makes me like, it makes me a different Gretchen in a different way. You know what I mean? But she didn't Mm -hmm. even say that. Yeah. Um, So I, I thought I appreciated that he got angry about it. I was making note that I think so far, our seasons keep ending with a big party. At, do they start and end with a party at West? They definitely end with a party at uh, Becca's house. How did the season start? I feel like we started with Becca and them. Maybe not. But it was just funny to me because I was like, hmm, maybe that's what they're going to do. Like, they're always going to make it so. <laughs> I was like, if I were Becca, I would just not invite these people to yes, house exactly. ever <laughs> Oh, my God. Exactly. I mean, no, she's no. an awful person. And you knew she that is, she was not to say anything about the pregnancy. She was going to say something. Of course. I don't know how I feel about that storyline, right. actually. What's her face being pregnant and it being Paul's? It be, well, not just it being Paul's. It's uh, one thing for it to be Paul's. It's another thing for her, which obviously she was experiencing there at the end where she's having that moment where she's just like, what am I doing? Right. I'm just repeating the same mistake where, you know what I mean? Getting back together with him. Like the only reason she wanted him all season was because she didn't have him. Right. Now that she has him back, it's like, oh yeah, <laughs> I do not enjoy this. Right. And I, I mean, I'm glad that they explained it away that it wasn't when she microwaved it and shot it inside of her, that they did think that it was because they actually had sex, which was interesting. You know, I was like, that just seems really far-fetched. Right. So this is still far-fetched, but not as far-fetched. <laughs> And God, thank God for her singing. Thank God for her. I love her voice. Uh, I also appreciated Edgar's, well, I appreciated the, the, her reaction to him at the end anyway. Like, duh, we didn't break up. We just We didn't break up. We just had a fight. (laughs) Exactly. I loved that. Because I really like Dorothy and I hope she sticks around. Agreed. And I also agree actually with Jimmy that it is too soon for them And I like that that she, they, they didn't end like just, trying to make a go of it like she's right. gonna try and get her deposit back they're really gonna try and make their relationship work versus you know moving right. together and do it that way like jimmy and gretchen did they moved in together too fast i right. i do which i actually that. thought it was a commentary on that as like i think jimmy was commenting no, no, no. on no, that no. right okay what? my dog is climbing on me because okay. she thinks it's thundering and a truck just went by oh i thought um, you were saying no no to me i'm like what no no no, no. What i was saying Amory. i was saying no to hannah <laughs> Um, I will say that I loved, and this isn't this week, but it was last week when she realized that Jimmy had stayed. That scene was yes. really good. That was scene was, was really good. Um, I like when a show that's like, re- can be really funny, really makes me cry. So I was really happy about that. And then, uh, I loved the intervention scenes, especially when Henry Rollins was like, what am I doing here? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Cause I thought that was great that they did bring him in. So I just thought it was a really, you know, issues with some of the the length of the depression storyline aside i'm really happy it was renewed like so happy it's coming back agreed especially because i think it's always sunny it's you know nearing the end though spoiler alert the first two episodes of this new season are ridiculously good so i think that but but it need they need a show that can kind of carry on the torch of what fxx is and i don't think it's men seeking women so i'm glad uh this is around that's you're the worst you're the Uh, worst you're the worst no Uh, you're the worst (laughs) (laughs) life in pieces season one episode 10 burn vasectomy milkshake pong 
I don't even know where to start. I loved how sweaty he got. Like, <laughs> she's like, you're just really taking this home with you. What did she say? Oh my God. He had the thing stuck to his back. It was just so good. Thoughts? There was a moment in the, in the first storyline. I'm sorry. Cause I, I get their name screwed up, but Colin Hanks. Yeah. I'm still looked- not sure I know their names actually. I can't remember right now where after he says the you're fat thing, <laughs> there's a moment where she looks at him and he looks like a deer caught in the headlights. And he looks so much like his dad in that moment. I mean, that, that whole scene to me was hilarious. Cause I love her. Yeah. I mean, I love the two She's of the them best. together anyway, but I really love her and her reaction to him. Like, I'm sorry. What? <laughs> yeah. Yes. And his like moment where he looks like, Oh my God, can I, can I just rewind? Can I just take it back? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I like later on when she's like, stop taking advice from your sister because then you start acting like her husband and <laughs> we don't want to have that. Right. Oh, my God. I felt the episode was lacking on the children. But that little kid, the little blonde with the ringlets, she makes me laugh like there's no tomorrow. I love Diane Weiss and I love her obsession with a, a milkshake. <laughs> I loved, you know, her struggle to get through to somebody in customer service. <laughs> and it was just... I really enjoy that. Sometimes, you know, she's used sparingly and I think it's a good thing, but I do. I love, I love it. Meanwhile, why he keeps going through all the various boxes to see what actually showed oh my up. God. And then gives them to a bunch of children, which is just <laughs> a box for a milkshake. <laughs> uh. Yeah. The scene where she lifts up, the, she lifts up the tray at the end and she's got like 12 milkshakes on it. Amazing. And the pong, I just, <laughs> anytime Colin Hanks gets to do physical comedy to me is just priceless. <laughs> I feel like he can do no wrong. I, I do like the, was that the fake one? It, it will be. <laughs> 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 but I also like that whole scene where they're all oddly rooting for <laughs> different different sides. I don't know, the the whole thing was was pretty good mm-hmm. what was burn that, that was, was the, the controlled burn right 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 okay. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah like i couldn't remember because they i like that they have the little vignettes but i always forget like which is which but god but then nurse came in and she was mad at him with <laughs> just so funny he's so funny dan back at all i just i love it i love everything about when he tries to convince her that they had already work things out yeah <laughs> she's like uh no so good i just really want people to be watching it i don't know how it's doing i'm not really paying attention to the ratings but i just really want people to love it like i do well i think it's doing pretty well i mean almost anything does sort of well though after yeah. after big bang theory but yeah i just i just really enjoy it because i don't know very seldom you know there might be one of the four segments that's not, but very seldom. I seem to find there's something funny in every little segment. Oh, yeah. I agree with that assessment. And I, I think that may be where you just have to come up with, like, these little short stories. Because mm-hmm. some things, they are just a, just a little thing. You don't need to extrapolate out over, like, a whole episode to get to right. the punchline or have that happening in the you know some of these happening in the background every little story gets brought to the forefront for its little section yes so everybody watch it and then you'll be my best friend because you watched it mom 
Season three, episode five, a pirate, three frogs and a prince. I thought it was a smart thing to have mother, you know, what's her name? Christy. I don't know what Sarah Rue's character's name is, but I liked the little jealousy she showed and how it didn't get resolved in the way she wanted it to. Like he's still going to live with them, like with Baxter. I don't know. I just really enjoy the show. Thoughts? Hello? Hello. Bueller? Sorry. I was looking Are for Sarah there? Uh, Candace is oh, okay. Can- Sarah's name. I was looking for her name. I enjoy the show as well. I agree. I like that it didn't, like, realistically, it didn't resolve the way she kind of wants it to. Mm-hmm. Probably, and I mean, realistically, in the sense of even those of us watching think, yeah, he's kind of better off in the other household. Right. Exactly. <laughs> like, I feel bad for her, for sure, because she's trying, but I also acknowledge that without a doubt, <laughs> she doesn't really provide him. <laughs> With the same kind of, I don't know, stability? Yeah, exactly. That the other household does. Yeah, except that Candace doesn't have to be quite a, such a bitch about it. <laughs> like, you know, that's the... But I think that she doesn't realize she is... Well, she's just, that's just her. She's just, <laughs> she's just yeah. like that. And... and she's only like it a few... Like, it's... I think some of it is Christie's, like, in, in, you know, impression of it, but also... She's only like that a few times. Like, she's not like that. For the most part, she seems like she's fine. So sometimes I'm like, how much is, you know, how much what we're being shown influenced by Chrissy's or, well, they opinion sort of, of it? They sort of bring out the worst in each other maybe a little bit. But I just love the whole Baxter, you know, sort of caught in between. And when he's like, um, raises his hand, he's like, right, um, can, can, I, can, I, can I go to the bathroom? <laughs> Because uh, he doesn't really want to be caught in the middle of this. Yes. And I love Bonnie getting back out there trying to date again because she's so absurd. <laughs> when she walked into his office. She got to, She had to get out the Daisy Duke. She told <laughs> yeah. him that she was doing it. Uh, that was that was pretty funny. She's really good at the physical comedy, too. Oh, my gosh. She's, well, she's amazing at everything she does, but for sure she definitely is. And I really like that they have this like group of girls that chats and eats and you know hangs out after their meetings. Jamie Presley's amazing. I love Beth Hall. I just think that it's so good that they're like rounding out the group. Agreed. Yeah. Sorry. I don't have any in-depth thoughts. I don't really either. I was just checking Twitter as we're talking about this. This isn't related to mom, but it is related to Chuck Lorre. Apparently he was as surprised about Mike and Molly being canceled as anybody. <laughs> He hasn't wrapped his head around it, he says. Hmm. I mean, the writing was on the wall, you know, because it hasn't been on the air. It just uses a filler. It's kind of like rules of engagement. Uh, anyway. Yeah I, yeah, I don't know, but that almost seemed like that might be like its its spot from now on is maybe they continue to do, you know, even like 13 episode seasons to just have the slot in someplace when, you know, if something else were to. Sure. Not work. It's I mean, to be fair, it's not like it happens to him very often. So maybe he That's truly very is. That's true. Maybe he truly <laughs> is surprised because this show's never get canceled. Right. <laughs> oh, this is what it feels like. <laughs> exactly. All right. The Librarians is up next. The well, Librarians. The repeating, the game show one, the video game. Did you watch it this week? I was going to let you finish until you got there. <laughs> uh, it's all over. This is the one Jones is. Pretty. I hope you can sense the uh, the get gesture I'm making at the phone right now. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> it's the time loop. And then um, once again, glad we're not on a video call. <laughs> exactly. 
um, because this is all about kind of like I think Ezekiel had a lot of stuff to do because it was like on the loop, and then Prospero did something. Well, this was Ezekiel. But everybody episode. dies, and then they're all back at the beginning, and then right. Well, that, that's my question though. Is is at the end of it? Is he just saying that he doesn't remember anything, or does he? I think he's just saying. I think he's just saying. Because if he's not, it's an episode that just sort of pisses me off (laughs) because they finally give him like a storyline and a really good one. Well, the look on his face would indicate that he's just saying it. The little look when everybody, when when nobody else is there, the last look we get of him at the camera seems to indicate that he's just saying it. Yeah, I, I took away from it that he does remember and that he wants the ability to decide <laughs> right exactly he doesn't want to remember but i think that he's kind of stuck with it at this point because otherwise it's just a whole bunch of character growth to get to reset <laughs> right back to zero again i think he remembers and partly because each so far now finally each one of them has had their own like this season each one of them has had their own episode where it was kind of focused on them and their growth for that whatever right right so I think he does remember, which will probably, at some point, it'll come out that he remembers. Yeah, I mean, um, I'm sure that, I mean, they're pretty good at threading stories through like that. So I'm pretty sure that at some point it will come up that this has happened and he does remember. And I don't know. And then, so what was going on with Prospero? He, um, I don't I know. Know, kind of over the whole Prospero thing. Apparently he's attacking right now. But they thought it was going to be, but it was too late. But right. I don't really understand what Prospero is looking for. I don't either, to be honest with you. And I was a little lost with it because I, I don't know. This wasn't my, like, I'm glad that Ezekiel finally got an episode, but this wasn't my favorite episode because. Yeah. I don't know if it was the repeating thing or I don't know what it was about it, but it didn't quite, like, it felt, it got me, it got a little boring at some point there. Where, like, I just got lost as to what was happening. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, I don't really understand how they get out of, like, this scene's all kind of made up. Wait. I mean, it's all made up. I understand. Okay. But, like, at least usually there's, like, an internal logic to how they figure it out and how they figure out how they're going to solve the problem. But here I was just like, I don't quite understand right. how he figured all the stuff out. Maybe it, maybe if I – I can't say this because I play video games, so it's not like I don't understand the logic of video games. But <laughs> I don't know. Well, it was just that he ended up playing it so many times that – that's how he kept kept learning all the stuff because it was literally like hundreds of times that he ended up going through uh, some of these sections before he was able to get to the end. But I like I really liked the episode mainly for when he finally realized that it wasn't just a time loop that he was stuck in the middle of a video game. Well, that part was funny. And then when and then when he tells then we tell Stone that they're stuck in a video game and and. You know, he hits the thing and it turns into the first aid kit, you know, for the health pack and stuff. And then and then Stone gets all excited that they're <laughs> in a video game. And he's like, OK, so what kind of video game is this? Are we? God, I love him. I thought that was really good. I love Christian Kane. But anyway, so, yeah, I mean, it continues to be a show that we're all watching, which is kind of how it ended up on the list because we didn't, there wasn't a ton of stuff that we were all caught up on. But it's funny because it is a show I do kind of watch first on Sunday nights now. 
Yeah, it's, versus uh, maybe Madam Secretary, usually because Madam Secretary starts so late, but it's just an easy one to watch. It's, yeah, it's a nice for sure. little fun show. But then it does the stuff like at the end where apparently Prospero did something and it sort of resets something or what have you because all of a sudden he seems to forget and just grabs a book and goes walking out. Yeah, I don't what know. He was, was really doing. I, I guess we'll find out next week what uh, really is happening. His, his, what he's really going for or whatever. And then the following week we'll get the, the finale where I don't know. What do you think? Do you think they'll be able to figure out how to stop, stop him? <laughs> I mean, unless the show suddenly gets canceled. So we'll see what happens there. And then our last show is Brooklyn nine, nine season three, episode 10. <laughs> <laughs> Yippee kayak. <laughs> the conviction with which Charles said that, like he must only watch the made for teeth, like the edited for FX versions of Die Hard, <laughs> or like the the like the airline version of exactly, the, of the movie exactly. or whatever. But I I love that at, at the end where where Jake's like, I know you have the Moyle Hard ground right now, but it really bothers me. That you keep saying that wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I also like how happy he got that, but trying not to be happy that they were in a hostage situation that he was in his own real life diehard. Right. But then that Boyle gets to be the one that actually gets to crawl through the fence and and everything. I love the baby girl next on. <laughs> I really kind of wish he had put it on. <laughs> and I love that Gina finally got her. Uh, flamethrower and then we have to <laughs> somebody take her out like of course gina would go nuts so funny i also loved the scene where he's like are any of you german <laughs> <laughs> he had to crawl and he's like oh matt what a great name like i just love that finally when the last guy walks in he's like finally somebody's taking this bad guy thing seriously <laughs> i don't know i just funny. think the show is so good like i just it's so good i don't think it takes a misstep anywhere i love terry's um hatred for his, is that his brother-in-law who's like a, i just love that and i love that uh i'm gonna need you to send me a picture of you in the shower <laughs> like, i love those moments it's just holt of course <laughs> Doing the poem before they went into the sea. Yeah, like, just, oh. yeah, they're like, okay, everybody in. And then he's just got like this long. <laughs> I did love her run and through whatever. And then when she finally gets to like one step into the water, she's like, no. Yep. <laughs> I like when she finally goes in coat and all. Yeah, I was just like, take the coat off. <laughs> yep. You're definitely not going to get warm now. Oh, the show. And I just love that, of course, Scully, I don't understand how they're still cops, but the fact that they, they because they were the only two, like, really outside, they had to be the ones to be um, at the, <laughs> at the manhole when they came out of the pipes. So funny. And then he's like, oh, I'm, whatever he said, was he hungry? Was he tired? I don't remember, but he was just dumb. <laughs> he was like, yeah, I think he was hungry, <laughs> but he was like, what are you doing? We had something going here. Or Terry taking the vulture and just – you don't actually see it, but finding out that he threw him away. I do really love the vulture because I love Gene Winters 
so much. And this character's so despicable that it's just amazing. Thoughts on the vulture? I think the ensemble just continues to gel and they get better every get better and better. They work well no matter what you know, no matter what uh grouping they give them. Yeah. And they find new things to do by giving the <laughs> I mean, even even as soon as she started explaining her gift for Holt at the beginning of it. You knew exactly where it was going, but it was still funny. Yes. That's <laughs> funny. I am. Um, I'm very excited about it moving to Tuesday nights. Not because, I mean, I have a lot of stuff on Tuesday nights. I just really like the idea of new girl, the grinder, Brooklyn nine, nine and, and grandfather. Like that's a good solid block of comedy. So I think that's a smart thing. Um, I will miss it on Sundays, but it just gives me one half hour more of sleep on Sunday nights going into the week or the week of work. So I really don't have much else to say about prime time. Thoughts? Well, if you don't have much to say, then then it's over. Except for Here you're the go. worst. All shows that I'm enjoying quite yes. quite a lot. I like them all. Um, what would your TV holiday movie be? Okay, so Ray, you're going to need to go first. Because <laughs> <laughs> I need some definition. But in the spirit of the holidays, we're going to play a little game where, you know how like every day there's a new Lifetime or uh, ABC Family or... And I feel uh, like I've watched them all at this point. I've seen them all. Or like Hallmark Channel or Hallmark oh, yeah. Movies and Mysteries or Lifetime Movie Channel or Ion or... The reason my DVR is so backed up is because literally I'll just flip the channel to Hallmark and I'm like, oh, I, I, this is cool. I'll watch the last half hour of this. And like two hours later, I'm still watching the same channel because well, I'm yeah, watching you gotta, it. You got to finish watching it. <laughs> no, but then I start a new one. I'm like, oh, I should be watching you, something you, else. You see the ads for the next one. You're like, oh, I'll watch the first of this one. That is how it happens to me for the record. I am the Alec, Ryan McPartland movie where she's a terrible lead actress. And I don't believe her as a romantic lead at all. Um, especially for him, like no offense, but no, no, I know what you mean. God, I love Ryan. She's not McCart. even pleasant in in the show, even she's like not you're even like a nice person. Exactly. Like, there's no reason why you would be suddenly attracted to this person <laughs> because the Santa Claus looking br- Bill Murray brother kind of guy was there to. I don't know Santa Claus in a lot of these movies. I, so, I <laughs> so I was watching the because I was watching this movie and I saw the credits and I was like, oh, Brian Doyle Murray's in it. I guess there's a Santa Claus. <laughs> like he just is Santa. Um, so anyway, Ray thought this would be fun for us to describe what our, what our holiday lifetime Hallmark, et cetera, movie might be, but Ray's going first. Cause I mean, mine's just going to be a train wreck of like drunkenness. So it can't be a train wreck of drunkenness. Like there's a happy ending. <laughs> okay. There's a formula. This is why I was thinking about it. Cause I was okay. like, okay, well there's one, you know, there's almost all, maybe not a Santa, but there's always, always some kind of Ryan Daryl Murray. Yep. Christmas. <laughs> if it's not like an actual present physical Christmas person, like Santa's in a lot of them. Like I watched yeah. that. I think the the one you were talking about with Captain Awesome was right before the one with um which I was surprised, Hillary Burton. Like I yeah. saw the commercials over and over again and I kept saying, Who is that girl? Like I know her. <laughs> and then no, I was like, oh, it's Hillary Burton. Now I have to watch it. I have to see right. what. Exactly. I have to see what she's up to. She gets to sleep with Jonathan or Jeffrey Dean Morgan. So I got to watch her movie. <sighs> and she looked um, in that, I guess she was most reminiscent to me of the, of her character in One Tree Hill. Yes. She was in that show. That can't, yes. She was very Peyton. Wait, what um, show? Yeah. Exactly. She was in a movie. What was it called? Oh, The Wretched Beast. 
Yes, there we go. The Wretched Beast, thank you. I, could, I was blanking for a moment. I'm like, I can't name it. But. Seven years later, that's still a point of discussion in our conversations. It is. We talked uh, about it on the very first episode. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, so I had to watch it, of course. So that one also includes the Santa. That one actually has the whole North Pole going on. So. Doesn't she marry in or whatever? Marry in. I mean, I don't know if she marries him in the end. Okay. Does she marry him? She just ends up with him. Okay. No, she has a reindeer and they need a reindeer. She has a reindeer farm and they need a reindeer. <laughs> <laughs> because this seems plausible to anybody else out there. <laughs> I mean, I do. you do wonder where, Sam, like, do those same reindeer go forever? <laughs> I mean, they are magical, I guess, but Prancer gets hurt, so they need to, uh, they need a replacement reindeer for uh, oh. Christmas Eve. Anyway, um, so there's, like, some formula there, right? Like, there's some holiday spirit. Like, they always start out with somebody who is not in the holiday spirit. That's right. There's somebody that's sort of down on their luck or something. Things aren't going quite well. They have some sort of a meet cute. Right. There either needs to be, like, you know, either somebody else who is totally not into the holidays, too, and for some reason they both suddenly become, or that has to be the opposite. Like, it's, like, the guy from the North Pole who obviously believes 100% in Santa right. and the holidays, and he's got to convince them. Whatever. So there's some, some formula to it. Is there? <laughs> so that's why I was thinking about it, and I was like, what would my holiday movie be about? <laughs> and I'm not sure I have a good answer. So I know that I started the game, but... this year it would definitely be about the fact that normally i'm into the holidays but the season this i'm like a bit of a grinch so ray you're sort of down on the christmas season correct you're i'm a little jaded about it but you're out taking photos somewhere right and you bump into steve gutenberg because he's in most of these movies Why couldn't it be Captain Awesome? No, she can totally bump it. I'm just thinking Steve Gutenberg <laughs> a lot like, of these movies. It has to be somebody completely, like, totally out of my realm of, I would never be with this person, but in this movie. But in this movie, you're going to be. So who would that be? Although, ironically, I think I watched, I don't know that it was a Lifetime one, and maybe one of you has watched it, so you'll know. There was a, a movie, I think it's actually a year or two old, where the lady's, like, basically a crazy cat lady. <laughs> Like she's renting the cat a place in the firehouse. Yes. yes, and she ends up with the fireman. And I'm like, oh my god, that would never happen to me. I have seen that movie. It's the lady from uh, one of the Hallmark. Uh, I think when calls the heart or something. She her cat keeps going to the firehouse, and then it's a, it's a Brent, Brendan. Whatever. And then it's Superman. Brandon Routh, and he's yes. Only, yes, Brandon Routh. Adam is playing. Uh, this fireman who has a horrible uh, fiance who doesn't cook, which I remember very clearly. <laughs> she doesn't. She orders in from me. That's because he's redoing the house and the oven's not even hooked up, but she tries to pretend like she got there early and cooked. And he's like, mm. exactly. Did you also hook up the oven? <laughs> oh my God. Um, so, so your cats will go find a fireman for you. That's your holiday movie. Yes. It's his cat, by the way. He just finds a stray. She's just a pet person. Oh, right. Okay. Doesn't she I work mean, at a pet store? She has, yeah, she works at a pet store who's owned, it's owned by the father of the girl. I think it's really funny that as soon as you said this crazy cat lady, I was like, I've seen that movie because I've seen all of the holiday movies. <laughs> so I was have bringing seen, it up because I feel like that is somewhat me. <laughs> have you seen the one where Hillary Burton um, 
like gets the book where she can determine who's naughty or nice. Yes. I have seen that one. (laughs) (laughs) That one. I feel like that would be me. I would use that to my advantage in my situation because I'm kind of down on the Christmas spirit, a Christmas holiday too. I'd be the one who somehow gets Santa's powers and like uses it for bad. And then like (laughs) Santa's son. You need to use it to stalk people across the country. I would use it to stalk people across the country, (laughs) various locations. And then, um, then I just feel like Santa's son or something, or like maybe even Santa's nephew would somehow be on my tail and then I would hate him, but then we would spend a day in the snow and then I would love him. And then, um, then we'd get married because they always get married. Like it's two days. Yes. Like in the captain Austin movie where he was going, he was with this girl for like seven years. And then he met this pretty sour lady who hated everyone (laughs) and was like, I'm going to love her. Because Reginald Vell Johnson told me to. And she was like super obnoxious on the plane too, where I'm just yeah. like, oh my God, dude, you are so much better than her. And it has nothing yep. to do with how you look. Exactly. <laughs> but, you gave up your seat for somebody. <laughs> but their bed and breakfast was run by Carl Winslow and his wife. What was Winslow's, was. what was his wife's name? Harriet, Harriet Winslow. Um, Carl and Harriet ran the inn, but they weren't Carl and Harriet in the movie, but it would have been cool if they were. It would have been a nice little shout out. I mean, they were using it as a promo. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah. So, basically, uh, my movie involves stalking. and but a, but a fateful day in the snow changes everything. And then suddenly, I still have Santa's powers or whatever. And I am able to give Christmas. There's, like, probably an orphan. Because I feel like there's an orphan somewhere along the line. So, I'd be able to make sure he gets all his presents. It's okay. There's improbably snow in my Florida yeah. <laughs> Christmas. Yes, there's improbable snow. And you know what else probably happens in mine? I'm probably like a real workaholic too because I've been so busy lately I that I'm just like all I've been doing. And, and then suddenly I'm going to call my boss on Christmas Day and be like, you know what? I'm taking the rest of the year off. And that's how it's going to end. And then I'm going to kiss the weird Santa Claus's nephew under the mistletoe. That's my movie. I would pay billions to see it. Jason? I don't know what mine would be, but while you guys are talking, I'm thinking about, like, what yours would be. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And now I'm thinking that, Ray, that you would, your meet cute would you would get stuck in line with somebody uh, for, like, one of the Harry Potter rides or something. That could happen. Yeah. So, (laughs) but see, the problem with, like, with casting a movie for you is that most of the movies are, like, so female-driven that they're the ones that are, like, the crotchety ladies who hate everything, and then the men change them. So we don't really often see one where the man is, like, hating Christmas and then a a kindly woman. Because it's always, like, a bitchy woman, and then she (laughs) softens. Where where Santa's daughter comes down. Exactly. So, so like, well, you've seen ones where he's the person, like, Jason, be taking over for Santa for some reason. He's going to yeah. be inheriting Santa's capabilities. You have to, and then, like the Steve Gutenberg movie, you have to marry someone before midnight on Christmas or something like that. And then, so that you can keep the Santa line going, because if you don't get married, then the Santa line is over. That was, uh, what's his face? <laughs> I swear it was Steve Gutenberg. It wasn't Steve Gutenberg. It's whoever, He's, who plays Santa Claus. Steve Gutenberg is in one where he plays Santa. Are you talking about Tim Allen? Yeah, but Tim Allen's is the one where he has to marry her before or Santa's goes away. <laughs> right. That's Santa, Santa Claus too. <laughs> so Santa's going to go away if you don't get married. It's basically what happens. <laughs> so this is just allowing me to think about all of the amazing <laughs> holiday movies. When you mentioned the one with the book, 
that allowed you to, <laughs> to, to see things about people. It made me think, like, what if that book was being shipped and as it came through, the package see? broke there open. Yes, it opens and, <laughs> and you read it. So now it's your, your responsibility. And I saw it and then I sort of kept it under wraps instead of letting the package go through so that I could get access to it. So you know who's naughty and nice, and then you can stalk someone too because I support. Maybe, maybe the person it's being shipped to has tracked it to your location. <laughs> oh my god! Yes, and they're a horrible person. But you have to make them come around to your way of life. And then by the end of the movie, Santa Claus is still alive. I don't really know. Man, I feel like we should work for Hallmark. Like I feel like. I feel like if I had watched more. If I'd been watching more of those this season, that I would have a better idea because I haven't really watched any this season. I think I, I feel like that it doesn't matter. Yeah, like I feel like they put like it's, it's like not fresh magnet poetry. Mind, <laughs> where they just <laughs> where they have like you know the type of like fe- like sex whatever the type of uh, person whatever their problem is if there's pets involved like they just randomly choose on the magnet poetry and put it together and then have to just write the movie with that. Exactly. It's like, it's like an improv comedy. Can we make this like a game? Like we should make yeah. sell this because we could, it could work. Oh my God. That would be a great Your Christmas story. <laughs> Your Christmas story. And then there's just like 20 locations, 20 situations, and then you have to build it and then you have to write the story. Oh my God. That would be a seamless idea. Cards of humanity are one of those ones where it's just cards and you play. Yes. You can play it with Valentine's Day as long as you had, like, that could be a separate pack. Yes, that could be the Oh, my God. They're basically the Valentine's ones are basically the same movie. There's just no Christmas. Can we Kickstarter this right now? Can we start a Kickstarter right now? Yes. There's there's just no no Christmas decorations and and holiday trees and whatnot. Yeah, there's just hearts in the the Valentine's Day. In the Valentine's Day. But it's the same basic storyline. They get mixed up in the same sort of thing. They end up meeting people and... Somebody hates the holiday, you know... Or somebody has to pretend to be somebody else. Well, it's different because you have different spirits happening. Come on. Sometimes you have Santa. Sometimes you have Cupid. Sometimes you have... We're just saying that we could make a killing. We could make a killing. You can have horror in there, too. Yeah. What is the genre of this story? In the vein of what we used to do, uh, I think we should assign some homework. Somebody create this for us and put yes. us as the <laughs> No, and write in either tell us story? what your Christmas, yes. what your holiday movie would be, or if you so wish. You what ours write, would be. What ours would be. Yes. Or, or any of the guest hosts both. that you know are there yeah. regularly. Yes. Yeah, you want to write something for Kyle, you go right ahead. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Kyle's Kyle's... Kyle has a twin brother, so make sure you work that oh, out. Oh, yes. yes. Kyle's a twin brother, so there's going to be, be some twin. misunderstanding. Somebody's going to, oh my God. This one would have to be to pretend to be the other one, and then that one would actually fall in love with the... <laughs> And I'm just thinking about this. No, one I'm should not be Jewish. naughty and one should be nice. I'm not Jewish, but I feel like there needs to be more Hanukkah movies, so feel free to write me one of those. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You could get the spirit of Hanukkah. Yeah. Is that what not it's called? Is it the spirit of Hanukkah? I don't know. Well, that's right. It, well, it's a holiday, so you're in the spirit. You know, who would star in it? What would it be about? How would it play out? Yeah. You know, write us tvtimes3.com slash 303. Go to the comments and and leave it there or feedback at tvtimes3.com. And don't forget to watch all these movies on Lifetime, yes. Hallmark. 
<laughs> They're still playing them. I, I promise if you thought you were interested in one of the movies we talked about, perhaps not the ones we created ourselves, but the other ones, <laughs> uh, I'm sure that you can find them on Lifetime or Hallmark or any of those repeating. So Exactly. Also, um, let's make it, let's, let's give it some. The cat one is very cute. Juice, does anybody want Zoo Season 1 on DVD? I do. <laughs> well, I was going to say. <laughs> so you're gonna. So are you? Are you now creating a competition for somebody to? <laughs> are you doing a giveaway right now? You're, this is a giveaway. Can I, I enter just the made giveaway? this decision. You can enter. We will randomly select an entry. <laughs> I really want it on Blu-ray, so it's okay. I think I might have it on Blu-ray. I, I don't remember what just came in, but so yeah. So so we will answer, randomly select an answer. It's a, it's a show that I highly recommend, by the way. And send you something that has nothing that to do with Christmas. you're playing my game. <laughs> and incidentally, <laughs> Kelly Clarkson really likes Zoo also. I saw her tweet about it yesterday. So, hey, so, two people so can Kelly and I, Kelly and I have Zoo party nights. So, <laughs> we don't. <laughs> I wish so we did, this, but we don't. This has gone off the rails. So, that's our holiday. That's our holiday gift to you. Enter a competition and win. <laughs> so, go to... So, now we'll formalize it. Go to tvtimesfree.com slash 303. Are you just randomly picking one? I think we're just going to randomly, because I don't want to choose favorites, though. If any of mine feature... Well, if you actually choose... Those type of things get into weird legalities and stuff like that in various places, so you you have to do random. Yes. Amory's would definitely feature a cross-country cute meat. Meat cute. A cute meat. <laughs> <laughs> Meet cute. Like on a plane. Star-crossed lovers. Stuck in a layover or something. Yeah, mine's going to end sadly. in a bar. I don't know. Mine always ends with drinks in a bar. (laughs) But yes, leave a comment with what either one of our stories would be or what your story would be. And we will randomly select one and send you Zoo. Zoo On on either DVD or Blu-ray, the notes will explain what it is when I look at it. Because it's in the other room. And then you need to invite me over to watch. Or just send it directly to me. (laughs) I'm teasing. I I actually have it saved on my And then if you have a zoo party with Kelly Clarkson, you have to invite Ray. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of stipulations to this contest that we've created here. So in the end, what they're winning is a zoo party with (laughs) Kelly Clarkson. Is that what I'm Oh, is she is she on board for this? Because I mean, except you have to somehow get Kelly Clarkson. To you, come. Have to, you have to. We provide the DVD. You That's provide right. the party. That's right. And Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. We'll get to halfway there. That would be the that would be the best if if you can somehow. We'll give you her Twitter name so you can arrange it. If you can somehow <laughs> get Kelly Clarkson to show up to watch Zoo with you, the DVD that we give you. <laughs> We will all show up too. <laughs> I think it's just at Kelly Clarkson, but I'm not positive. But anyway, um, this has gone off the rails. Way, <laughs> way off the rails. Yes. So, uh, Amory, bring it back on the rails with your reality check. Yeah, check. Much like Santa's sleigh yes. in one of these movies. <laughs> in all of these movies. Um, top Chef. Even the Hanukkah one. I hate, I hate Grayson, you guys. She's so arrogant on Top Chef. And, like, I get that you've been a part of this before, like, you've done it before, but the judges seem to hate you as much as you seem to hate being there, so why take up a spot if somebody else is more deserving? So, Grayson, shut up and cook better. Um, So that's really all I have to say about Top Chef. I don't really have favorites yet because it just started. 
And then Survivor, oh my God, you guys. It just keeps getting better. And the finale is coming up. They got rid of Joe. I was really sad about it. But this week they finally got rid of Abby, though they are starting to finally pay attention to how Keith is kind of going to be a force to be reckoned with going into the final challenge. Um, at this point, I really hope either Kelly Wentworth or Spencer wins, leaning towards Spencer because I really wanted him to win his season and he didn't, which is why he's back here. But Kelly still has that Amer- American Idol. Kelly still has that American Idol to play. Um, I meant Immunity Idol. So hopefully she'll play that and save herself and get into the top three. And that's Survivor. The Amazing Race. I got into a little fight with Daniel Feinberg on Twitter the other night because I said, never in all the years of The Amazing Race have I hated a character as much as I hate this character. Um, character, This guy, what was his name? Justin. He was just really arrogant. And yes, I understand he was enthusiastic. And like they dominated the game. So he kind of had a right to be like proud of himself. But he was just so arrogant. It like I couldn't deal with it. And thankfully he didn't win. But Daniel Feinberg was like, wow, there's been misogynists and all this stuff, and you hate this enthusiastic guy. And I was like, "Um, yeah, I'm allowed to hate who I want to hate, and I hate him. So I'm glad they didn't win because – but then I did feel bad that he was, like, bawling like a baby and how he would never get over it. And he said that it would take him years, and maybe even then he would never get over it. And I was like, oh, that's pretty sad. Um, But I guess when you dedicate your whole life to, like, The Amazing Race, that happens. Um – Master Chef Junior, I am continuing to vote for Addison. She's the best thing ever. And all of a sudden, there's this one kid who burned his hand that I'd never seen before, but apparently was in the top 15. And he actually did really well this week, so suddenly he's a force, too. But I just love the show. And watching Master Chef makes me really regret my decision to start watching Project Runway. Because like I said before, the kids on Master Chef are so humble and, like, totally into, like doing well at their shows, shows, whatever it is, their tasks. And everybody on Project Runway is just like throwing each other under the bus. And there's this one kid that like said to his girl, this girl's face, everything you do is the same. Like it was just so catty and didn't need to be said. And I just don't like people like that. And I don't like teenagers like that. And they should shut up. So that's reality for the week. Go Survivor. I hope Survivor 32 is as intense as 31 has been because it's been incredible. But that we'll find that out in February, won't we? I guess we will. Yeah. I don't think any of us have any recommendations because there's just question marks. <clears throat> Actually, I do have one. Ray has one. <laughs> Did you have one, Jason? Well, I, I just wanted to, I wanted to pick up on uh, a few weeks ago when Kurt was on last. His recommendations were Acorn TV and Drama Fever. Dot com, And last week, we mentioned that uh, Amazon Prime has started adding on the ability to add on services. Mm-hmm. And the, the main two that we mentioned were Showtime and Stars. Uh, but I also wanted to mention that they have a bunch of other stuff out there as well. And two of them are Acorn TV and Drama Fever. So you can oh, nice. add those two if that was something you might be interested in. Uh, Acorn TV features a lot of British dramas and stuff, and Drama Fever features a lot of dramas from pretty much everywhere else in the world. (laughs) Mm. And another one that uh, is sort of appropriate for the conversation we were having just a few minutes ago was there's a Lifetime movie (laughs) thing that you can, like, get access to just, like, the back catalog, I guess, of Lifetime movies. (laughs) Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I was, and that's dangerous. And that's 
that's also an option of something that you can add to uh, your uh, Amazon Prime. So basically my recommendation is Amazon Prime now with a bunch of other stuff you can buy and add on to it. Um, my recommendation is that right now for a limited time, so I really don't know how long, hopefully long enough for this show to come out. <laughs> Galavant season one is free on iTunes. Oh. Oh. <laughs> That's my feelings on Galavant. Yeah. Sorry, I love it. So I did a couple weeks ago or whatever when uh, the first season of, uh, why can I think of it, the Galavant? No, the direct TV show, the with Kingdom. The oh yeah, Kingdom. I downloaded that. The first season of Kingdom was available for free. So good. I didn't have any room on my computer, but it's on my Apple TV. <laughs> but yeah, I I'll tell you what though, Joshua Sassy, who plays Galavant, is super cute, and I do actually love the chef very, very much. So you're looking forward to season two, Ray? I am. So yeah, there's uh, there's the recommendation is uh, check out season one before season two, and it might be free on iTunes. So we'll have links to all that stuff. My recommendation is the hundred. It comes back so soon and I love it and I can't wait. Yeah, that's a that's a good recommendation. That's gonna be my recommendation from now until January twenty first. That's probably gonna be my recommendation next week. Uh, but uh so I thought you were alert. Next week. No next week we're recording the winter preview episode. Oh. So all right. <clears throat> Hopefully Kate doesn't get sick because I'm busy next week. <laughs> <laughs> You can find links to our recommendations, the rules to our game, and the news stories we talked about in the show notes at tvtimes3.com slash 303. See, nice nice adding that in there, Amory, since we just came up with that on the fly. Exactly. <laughs> um, next week, Jason will be joined by Kyle and Kate Kolzik from the Televerse podcast. That's right. And we'll be going over what the schedule will look like in uh, January and February. It, it's just nonstop. Which is uh, – and uh, – Talking about any of the new shows that we've seen ahead of time and what looks good, what doesn't, and uh, all that jazz. All that jazz, I wanna. Anyway, so that's our show. Start thinking Merry Christmas. Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas and happy holidays. That's a little NSYNC for you. Um, Thanks. You're welcome. And on that note. <laughs> It's time to go. It is time to go. Okay. Amory, say something. Hello. And Ray. Something. <laughs> All right. We are officially recording so that we don't have to come back tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Where it would be Amory and I, maybe, and Kyle filling in for Ray. Oh, my God. Three <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. All right. I'm drinking some iced tea. If anybody wondered. I was wondering, Amory. I'll try. (laughs) What is Amory drinking today? Yep. That should be a part of the show. That should be definitely a part of the Comic-Con show. In the show notes. So, yeah. I mean, yes. (laughs) I already started thinking today about what my drink of choice is going to (laughs) be. Amory. Kurt got his thing. Do you know if Kyle did? What? Oh, Kurt Jason. got his. Uh, Kurt got his approval. His, his approval? No, I don't know if. He literally submitted five seconds. I don't know how he did it. He doesn't strike me as someone who was automatically going to actually do something right on time. But he submitted within five seconds of getting like the press period is open. <laughs> and he was like, 
I think Kyle submitted sometime the first day too. So. Yeah, so he may have. I don't know. I feel like he would have told us either. Anyway, I was just thinking about it because Kurt just mentioned it again. Well, maybe he'll he'll hear about it at the end of the day or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um. Oh. Sh- I, I, sorry, I'm opening a bunch of windows. I have to close them because they're distracting, and then I can't find my email. So, let me close everything I don't need. That'd be good. I almost just quit Skype. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> taking it a little far. Um, TV time three, episode 303. Okay, I'm ready. Is everybody ready? Here we go. Sure. I was trying to wait till you started. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I wore heels today instead of flats, just in case anybody wondered. Okay, I was wondering. <laughs> it was it was a, a number one topic on my mind. I was going to ask on the podcast. I, I thought your voice seemed higher, Amory. <laughs> that was really funny. <laughs> All right. Hello, and welcome to TV Times 3, episode 303.